0: Tzavah is, as is well known, the Parsha in which, just for once, Moses takes second place. Indeed, he's not mentioned by name at all. While the focus is on his brother Aaron, and on the role he came to occupy and personify that of high priest the Kohen Gadol. There are many conjectures as to why this went to Aaron, as opposed to Moses himself. The most obvious is that this was Moses' punishment for refusing one time too many God's request that he lead the Israelites. But Moses said, pardon your servant Lord, please send someone else. Then the Lord's anger burned against Moses and he said, what about your brother Aaron the Levite? I know he can speak well, he's already on his way to meet you and he will be glad to see you. You shall speak to him and put words in his mouth. I will help both of you speak and will teach you what to do. He will speak to the people for you, he will be your spokesman, and you will be his guide. There is, though, a deeper message. The principle of the separation of powers, which opposes the concentration of leadership into one person and one institution, all human authority, needs checks and balances if it isn't to become corrupt, in particular political and religious leadership. Ketam al and Kete kuhuna should never be combined. Moses wore the crowns of political and prophetic leadership, Keter Malchut and Keter Torah, whereas Aaron wore the Kete kuhuna, the crown of priesthood. The division allowed each to be a check on the other. That is the theory. What's especially interesting is how this works out in terms of personal relationships, in this case between the two brothers, Moses and Aaron. The Torah says relatively little about it, but the hints are fascinating. Consider, first of all, the passage we've just seen from near the beginning of the book of Exodus, when God tells Moses that Aaron is already on his way to meet you, and he will be glad to see you. They sound like simple words, but actually they're anything but. Moses was Aaron's younger brother, three years his junior. Wouldn't it have been more natural for Aaron to be a little envious about the fact that his younger brother was going to become the leader he himself was not destined to be? All the more so since Moses hadn't spent his life among the people. He'd been first an adopted prince of Egypt and then had taken refuge with Yitra and the Midianites. Relative to Aaron, Moses, his younger brother, was also an outsider. Yet God says he will be glad to see you. Aaron's ability to rejoice in his brother's rise to greatness is particularly striking when set against the entire Biblical history of the relationship between brothers until now. It's been a set of variations on the theme of sibling rivalry. Cain and Abel, Isaac and Ishmael, Jacob and Esau, Joseph and his brothers. The psalm says, how good and pleasant it is for brothers to live together. But after reading Bereshit you are more than likely to add and how rare. But now comes the second test, this time not of Aaron but of Moses. Moses is now being commanded to create a form of leadership he himself will never be able to exercise, that of priesthood, and the person he has to award it to is his elder brother. Can he do so with the same generosity of spirit that his brother showed towards him? Note how the Torah emphasizes God's insistence that it be Moses who bestows this honor on Aaron, three times the word va'ata and you is used early on in the parasha. And you, meaning Moses, command the Israelites about the oil for the menorah that Aaron and the priests were going to keep alight. And you, va'ata, bring Aaron, your brother and his sons with him near to you. Va'ata, and you speak to all the wise-hearted people and command them to make the vestments for Aaron and the other priests to wear. Moses must show the people and Aaron himself that he has the humility, the tzimtzum, the power of self-effacement needed to make space for someone else to share in the leadership of the people, someone whose strengths are not yours, whose role is different from yours, somebody who may be more popular, more a man of the people than you are, as in fact Aaron turned out to be. La Havdil. In 2005, the historian Doris Kearns Goodwin published an influential book about Abraham Lincoln, entitled Team of Rivals. In it, she tells the story of how Lincoln appointed to his cabinet the three men who had opposed him as candidate for the Republican Party leadership. William Henry Seward, who had been expected to win, eventually said of him that his magnanimity is almost superhuman. The president is the best of us. It takes a special kind of character to make space for those whom you are entitled to see as your rivals. Early on Aaron showed that character in relation to Moses and now Moses is called on to show it to Aaron. True leadership involves humility and magnanimity. The smaller the ego, the greater the leader. That's what Moses showed in the parasha that doesn't mention his name. Shabbat Shalom.